What if I told you that you are one of the most beautiful women I've seen in the last 15 minutes? <laughs> bullshit. Uh, bullshit. <laughs> uh, guys, welcome to Culture Dumps here. Uh, I'm Parks Miller. I'm Ryan uh, I'm taking, taking the lead a bit on this one. Um, we are doing pickup artists. Now, I just want to say really quick that this, uh, that, that was a line. Um, and I've been I've been doing a lot of field work. Oh my god! Uh, recently, dude, no. and uh, I I've already gotten thirty five numbers today, and it's only ten a.m. So, um, no, the yeah, what have I you just, done? Uh, yeah, what have you done, bro? So the, here's the thing: this is this one's gonna be intense because I this episode to me is the dumpiest dump that I've ever done because. I kind of took the lead as far as researching some of this shit. And this to me really is the epitome of a dump in terms of shit. It's like if yeah. you go and you eat a pizza, you eat a whole pepperoni <laughs> pizza, right? And then you eat a couple chili dogs and then you eat some Dairy Queen ice cream or whatever it is you Dairy do. Dairy Queen I am, ice cream. I am, I am full of shit right now. And the only solution is to dump this out. Yes. So and that I can so that I can be done with it. Yeah. Yeah. You. Yeah. So I'm basically along for the ride uh, on this one. I mean, I know about this shit. Like we came up with like the idea together. It was your idea. Uh, but but uh, yeah, it was my idea to do it. And then I kind of just like put it on park. So, yeah, he's really had to go into some dark depths of the Internet and just like pop culture uh, for this. And this is kind of a it's like a a philosophical dump, you know, or like a dump on like yeah. a movement, you know, there's, there yes. are going to be some like tangible anchor points to this right. episode. Um, but for the most part, it's the whole idea. And, and, you know, this is now the, the idea of being a pickup artist is very looked down upon nowadays and rightfully right. so. But for a while it was so big that there is a TV show. There's a, be yeah. several best selling books. I mean, there's it's, a dump. Yeah, there is it, a dump. And then we're, we're going to pinpoint it. And let me just give yeah. a brief overview. So just cause I got so into this, I was like, I mean, it must be obvious to me, but then I was mentioning, I was talking to some friends and they actually had no idea what I was talking about. Uh, funny it was someone who, uh, wasn't born in the United States of America and someone who wasn't a heterosexual man. So go oh. figure that they didn't know what the fuck I was talking about. Yeah. This is a very specific type of uh, thing, but, uh, it totally has its moments. So just to back up, like a pickup artist is someone almost exclusively like 99.9% .9 like a straight man who quote unquote picks up women and picking up women is just this umbrella term for like seduction tactics so already this is right there wait uh, seduction yeah. tactics this is yes. the overlying underlying thing w when you literally shudder at some of these fucking terms that these guys came up with like like instead of being like oh like i hope i get laid tonight it's like i'm gonna use some seduction tactics like that yes. sounds like like um like kind of like psychological There's, duct tape like there, you know it's yeah, like really exactly. creepy and that's the thing is it's yeah this isn't just like oh like that that guy is like sure popular with the ladies type of thing it's like the, there's like a methodology there's uh they use psychology there's an insane amount of vocabulary right uh, there's like statistics numbers i mean they're pulling from like military terms business terms even fucking fishing like sporting terms uh, uh, to kind of create this so like so fucked up already create, fishing 
Sure, but I mean, come on. Everyone yeah. said reel one in at one well, point. Well, and there's another. a million anyway. fish in the sea. Okay, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, but basically, the the most it, it gets really complicated. But kind of the most common form of it is us is what I would call street work, or some of them refer to as like infield like infield action. I can't remember, but basically it's where a man is just going to like a busy place, usually like some, some really shitty part of like Los Angeles that you don't want to be, or like Times Square in New York, right. or just, just some like the most touristy part of a huge city. And then there, I mean, it doesn't have to, it can be anywhere, just a busy place. And they just start talking to women on the street and trying to get her phone number within, you know, a yeah. matter of minutes. And not just women, um, every woman, like, yeah, it's a numbers game. And like, yes. you know, which again, like there's a difference between like trying to get laid and trying to do pickup artist shit. And the difference is a acknowledged amount of manipulation and like the mm -hmm. attempt to actually kind of like disarm someone's natural warning signs and, and like, you know, like try and like up their or like lower their inhibitions, you know, all, all of this stuff on purpose yeah, instead so of I, just being like, just, Oh, Hey, we're at a bar. Like, can I buy you a drink kind of thing? This is like, no, like on their way to this person, there is a billion things that they've just ran through that they read from other guys telling them that this shit works. Yeah. Read or listened to there's, there's an obsession. There's a borderline script. I mean, I would suppose that, some people who are better at it, it doesn't seem as much of a script um, because ultimately there sort of is this kind of weird blurry line where like some people can be be better at it and some people can be worse at it. Some people can be a little smoother at it. Some people might take some of this and incorporate it in a way that doesn't seem so insane and psychologically manipulative. And some people just seem like completely creepy about it. So, but we're trying to get to sort of the movement of itself. So yeah, the yeah. pickup artists, they take it, they, t there's a community, they take it very seriously. They, they would maybe even refer to it as like an art or a science of well, seduction. Well, they're pickup artists. Yeah. Pickup artist. Yeah. Even in the thing, a uh, pickup artist is uh, commonly abbreviated as a PUA. So we might, I threw that a bunch in the outline. So it might switch between the two. Like I said, tons of uh, terms. There's way too many acronyms, which I now am like seeing as a red flag of anything, <laughs> unless <Yeah>. it's like actual, <laughs> like an actual industry, like an established industry is allowed right. to have acronyms. But uh, this kind of whatever weird sex hobby shit too many acronyms it's um, because they're trying to get laid so much that like they can't even in their head or to someone else spend the time to say the words like they true. like they're trying to move on so much that they just have to use the letters i'm also trying to be as not judgmental as possible we'll see how that goes um <laughs> there because here's the thing a lot of it is rooted in sort of improving self-confidence um right with males uh in terms of like, you know, to like, just talk to him. Like, I feel like there is sort of this, maybe an earnest root to the whole thing. Like say the first time you hit puberty or whatever, and you like develop an attraction to some other person. And then you're like, how do I actually go about yeah, well, and maybe try yeah. to talk to a woman or something? And, and for some people, it's just this, that's what middle school, high school adolescence is, is this rocky road of just having tons of misunderstandings and embarrassments. Right. And then sometimes usually around the end of it, you might maybe kind of develop this understanding of how you could, you know, navigate that through the world and find romance or whatever. Um, and I feel like the idea of just like trying to help someone improve their self-confidence on right, the very basic idea it, yeah. is, is, is a beneficial thing. But this is like, 
this goes way beyond that. Well, because really this goes it. beyond Pat, like the only reason why these people like consider themselves like self-help and, and, you know, again, not all of them write books and, you know, do, you know, seminars and all this shit that we'll find out that uh, pickup artists do. The only reason why they come off as like self-help or that it's like all about gaining confidence it is to kind of cover their own tracks. But the, the thing is there's dating mm -hmm. coaches, there's dating advice, yeah. there's books, but those generally like traditionally have been written by psychologists, you know, and of both, you know, you know, of like men and women writing this stuff like about each other. So it's an even balanced viewpoint. The thing with this that makes it different than say a, a self, like a self-help book, an actual self-help mm -hmm. book where it's about building your confidence. So you can approach a, like a woman that you'd like to talk to the difference right. between that and pickup artists is they're trying to make you confident enough so eventually in a way you, like you're thinking less of the person that you're approaching you know it's yeah, like, it it's like it, but by yeah. making the by making women seem super mendable and like kind of easy replaceable. to, to yeah, re replaceable and, yeah. And, and like dude like you are putting them on a pedestal that's why you're afraid of it's basically telling you through having less respect for them the more respect you'll have for yourself and that's the fucking problem it's like yes they're building yeah. them up but they're building them up to be sex hungry fucking misogynists Right. And I guess what I, the only reason why I bring up any sort of positive inkling of it is because I think that that's why uh, it gets so powerful and it can it it kind of resonates with people who might have some sort of confidence issue. Um, so it, it basically the whole point of that is that I could just dive right into like some of the weirdest shit I found. And you would just listen to him and be like, well, what the fuck? Like who that sounds like an insane psychotic right. person, but trying to like get you to like get there, I guess a little bit, because it's kind of, it has this, it honestly has a cult element to it of where you kind of like, Hey, like you feeling lonely, you feel like a loser. And then kind of, you know, these little step-by-step -step things. And it's funny you say the self-help because I think that this actually is kind of in its own, it has this sort of self-help genre, you know, there's like improve your wealth or like how to lose weight right. or like how, to, you know, how like hypnosis too. They, these all kind of get into it. So the more you get into pickup artists, the PUA, the more it sounds like psychobabble cult stuff. Right. And that's well, because there's money to be made. Yeah. And also it's like, you know, you could read about being confident enough to just go up and fucking do whatever and do all these weird tricks of the trade that we'll get into that they say work, which like a lot of the, like, I just think like, I'm like, dude, like, that's just all bad news. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, even on, like, the lowest level, some of the, the like, tricks of the pickup artist, you know, trade or the game, as, as they call it. Yes, you, the you know, game are, is... Are yeah. inherently fucked up. And no matter how much you read about it, some guys just are never going to have the confidence. And it might be through other problems that they have, you know? So, the I like, seeing all, like, it creates, yeah, like you said, like, a cult-like thing that gets worse and worse the deeper you go. And we'll see that because, yeah. like, the pickup artist thing directly correlates with like the incel movement you know and, yeah. like, and, and oh, it gets darker this, and darker i mean it, it's this gonna, is a dump but we can we're definitely going to bring it around to some you know more modern stuff so basically i would say supporters would claim that pickup artists help people people better navigate social scenarios and build self-confidence critics say that pickup artists are psychologically manipulative and extremely misogynistic so these are kind of the two things that are kind of going back and forth. So why is it a dump? Okay. So the reason why it's a dump is the concept of increasing your desirability is one that's always going to continue to deeply resonate with people. Right. The difference is 
again, the cold calculating aspect of the pickup artist stuff and, and right. like and the culture that that created where it's literally like a sport. And that's where it right. gets fucked up because, you know, how many times has this happened in the history of the fucking planet? Someone goes out looking just for a little bit of fun for the evening, ends up with the person. You know, there's more there, you know, or, mm -hmm. or, or whatever. That will never happen in the pickup artist world. Like it because it's right because it's strictly about the conquest and and the number. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's almost no mention of like, what do you do after you have sex with someone? What is the like etiquette for like any of these things it, it, I mean, there's almost actually no mention of even like, what were you to do if, if you actually even started kissing this person <laughs> or like any kind, there's a, there's, Start there's humping, very, there's, there's very, uh, there's very little talk of consent and that's where it got, it and that got goes it, into found an itself really messed up place. Yeah. Um, so it's also, it's, it's also going to probably show up again because I think that the type of person that this attracts, it's easy for media to just, go after it in a way that's like, oh, this person's a bad person. Um, it's And so in that sense, like they're probably you'll probably see again on some TV show, there'll be some new form of this and they're going to like go after them and they're going to make them look like a bad person. Not to say that they probably are a bad person, but I'm just saying it's daytime fodder, daytime talk show fodder. Right. That being said, the dump to me is going to be focused around these, uh, the 2000s, which has kind of been our little sweet spot as of late. Yeah. Um, the New York Times bestseller, uh, The Game, penetrating the secret society of pickup artists by uh investigative reporter neil strauss who is an interesting uh yeah he'll come on up again self. on the on culture dumps uh, exactly yeah i mean he's written a lot like first of all he co-wrote the dirt with motley Crue. he yeah, did jen exactly. jameson's uh mm -hmm. biography or autobiography what, what have you he did uh marilyn manson's like famous one that like every like dark you know, girl yeah. from fucking, you know, junior high and high school in, in my era, like had like a just weathered copy of this fucking right. Marilyn Manson he, book. So he was big. And then I, maybe through his time being with all these got, rock stars or something, he started or was he just investigating he, pickup artists? He well, we'll get into that. I think that he it's it's kind of there's something interesting about him. I think that he I think he I think he got seduced by the pickup artists and kind of took a turn into into this next phase of his life and career with that. Um, but yeah, so then that, then there was the VH1 reality show, The Pickup Artist, uh, with this one particular guy, Mystery. And so to me, that was, that was kind of this cultural peak because then in 2007, literally on VH1, there was a TV show about it. So yeah. then that's like, so that's, and then there's a few things that happened in 2014 that really, really <laughs> had people question what the fuck was going on about it. So uh, let's do like a little brief like history of the modern pickup artist, because I mean, this kind of stuff has existed forever. I mean, this we're talking about love. We're talking about romance. We're talking about right. sex. You know, uh, I would say news, you know, newspaper, magazine, radio, like that kind of advice column that, you know, that. Yeah you know, ask Alice or not ask Alice, but you know what I mean? Like the <laughs> aunt, whatever it is, just the like, Abby, Hey, yeah. I got a love problem. And so that's probably been going on forever. But then in 1968, there was this book called how to pick up girls by Eric Weber. And then yeah, there was another yeah, book yeah. in, I think 67 called the art of erotic seduction by the psychotherapist, Albert Ellis. Now, just because they have a degree doesn't mean that they're not something ain't up with them. Okay. Well, yeah. So, Hannibal Lecter. There, exactly. You know, there you go. Yeah. There's Dr. Was a real man. Yeah. Um, but basically, <laughs> it's already established that psychology, I think, is the main 
this thing of this new. Well, that's what like, gives it movement. legitimacy. You know what I mean? It it's gives like, it legitimacy. They and it say makes it's it backed creepy. up by science. They're like, this is backed right. up by science, and they and they they cite like anthropology, they cite sociology. There's like a lot of like you know academia behind the pickup artists that these guys use in a way to make themselves sound smarter. Just to get fucked. Like, everything is about yeah. having sex with these guys. So, like, you know, There's they could just as easily be like, like, hey, if you're fucking a confident person, uh, then you can just walk up to someone you want to meet and say, hello, my name is. That doesn't take a fucking doctor. But these guys put the doctor behind it to give legitimacy behind the skeeviness of, of what they're doing. But the, the fact that it started with how to pick up girls, like, that's like a sock hop version of pickup artists. Like, that's not like greasy or too gnarly it really is mm, kind of I, well I, you know what yeah you know what i from did what not i've heard buy this book but i could imagine that, that book would have some pretty fucked up shit in it yeah you're right the um, 60s, because then because yeah. it's coming off the 60s and so i'm sure that i don't know it, i feel like there's probably some like you know just well, some sounds, weird stuff it in sounds there. Uh, less but yeah also like it's pick up. it we sounds, already yes we see the roots you know right pickup so that's the word pickup so then in 87 there was this uh film called the pickup artist by director ah. james toback who apparently it was a semi-autobiographical movie starring robert downey jr as the pickup artist molly ringwald as kind of like the one that got away yeah. um but it also had dennis hopper and harvey keitel in it um Anyway, I don't know what the fuck's up with this Toback dude, but he later during the Me Too movement uh, racked up a stunning 395 accusations of uh, sexual harassment Christ. from women. But many of them involved picking up where he would be on the streets of New York and be like, hey, I'm a director. I'm a Hollywood director. Oh, yeah. And oh, he, this. Yeah. 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 Um, and he would and then he just be like, hey, come sleep with me. And then, you know, never give them a role, never call them back. Um, or just be putting him in creepy situations. So anyway, that That's guy just whole... like so desperate and like like sex addict levels, but like just with like such a shade of deviancy, it's out of control. He also uh, wrote and directed this movie called Harvard Man, which I haven't seen the whole thing, but it has one of the like silliest acid trip scenes I've, <laughs> I've ever seen. Um, anyway, yeah, in case you need to lighten things up during this episode, you're gonna check yeah. out Harvard Man scene. Um, so then. In the late 80s, there's this guy, Ross Jeffries, and he came onto the scene. Oh and he God, he dude. is kind of like the godfather of the modern-day pickup artist because this guy... He's the one that took you know, it from dating advice to pickup art. Yeah, and he's the one who... He started coming out with books. He had tapes. He, he would have seminars, and he's the one that started promoting some of this pseudoscience, and he starts bringing the acronyms into it. So there's this thing called NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming, and it's basically <laughs> just a theory of language and psychology. Basically, it's just saying like certain words and the way you talk, you can manipulate people into getting what you want. Like a and Jedi. That, yeah, exactly. Much like but a, a Jedi. really horny Jedi. But there was a whole, <laughs> there was a part of there was a section of NLP that's called speed seduction SS first off not the best acronym SS no. <laughs> um yeah jesus christ but dude. so he kind of focused in on that and so this guy just starts making money and getting a lot of notoriety cuz he's kind of got this mixture of like he's charismatic he's he makes controversial statements and he's, he's just like seems a geek to, he he's kind of but like honestly he's like a I'll turtleneck say, like like he, like, I mean, 
Like, yeah, it, like the I glasses was, and like I, I don't know. He kind of looks like it, he looks like an like Screech a little bit. He's got like a Screechy kind of like ner- he doesn't look like the kind of guy that would have all this advice on how to like bang a lot of women. You know, what I, I mean? think that if I were to try to spin it, it's like he maybe is giving off the impression that he is like this professor, that he's incredibly smart, and then yeah. because of his because of his knowledge, he's maybe fallen into some money, uh, you know. And maybe drives a nice car, has a nice watch or something. And kind of, he, he definitely has this sort of like air, this intellectual air that he's trying to present. Right. But then he kind of has this sort of brashness about him. And he basically just says kind of outrageous things. Um, and then he had this book in 92 called How to Get the Women You Desire Into Bed. And so then this book starts taking <laughs> off. And so then he goes on this daytime talk show, uh, Faith Daniels, and the video is on YouTube. It's called a PUA, that's pickup artist, an MRA, that's a men's rights uh, act, Activist, ad- advocate. Yeah. Oh, advocate. And then yeah. and a male feminist. And it's like the three of these men, they're all on this Faith Daniels show with an all-female audience. Now, it's it's pretty funny. It's honestly very much geared towards just like, let's get people to just say the most controversial shit and well, rile it's it up daytime talk show. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, you can't it comes get like off, a real dialogue. Like it comes off as one of those, like, you know, cause with daytime talk shows, there's all these different subgenres of topics. You know, you have like your, right. your average lover spat, then it gets a little spicier. What's like a three way or like, you know, right. like, especially in the nineties, it was like, you know, the big thing to be like, like I'm a lesbian or, or like, you know, like coming out yeah. things it was like a, a big deal. Um, and then there's, you know, the, like weird movement type people. So you would have like, like white power guys like Geraldo right. famously got his nose broken on his show, uh, from, you know, exactly. the, when he had yeah. all those guests on. And then you would have like, like this would fall into that. Like, like the crazy, like evangelicals, a, like preaching like yeah. hate and stuff. Like this is kind of in that category where it's like an intellectual with something really challenging that they're going to be discussing. This- which it just ends up not being, but, and, and actually you mentioned, uh, you know, the book, you know, what is it? women are from Venus, men are from Mars, right? which is like kind of, it kind of, there's a lot of that theme of sort of this, like the battle of the sexes, which I, you really don't hear people say that anymore. But I feel like that was really like this idea that just like men and women are just, they just don't understand each other on this fundamental right. level. Well, um, I'm sure some would say that's how it is and that's how it's always been. But uh, that's yeah. kind of, you know, that's kind of the beauty of uh, this, this little thing we call life. Right. And um, <laughs> so he, and he is, um, I mean, he has, I watched it and I mean one of the things that they're immediately talking about is the um this concept, you know, putting don't put the pussy on the pedestal and that's the quote 40-year-old version or don't put yeah, a woman which on a could, pedestal. Which is like you know. this era of of shit yeah, too. And and that's and so that's that's funny because I heard that phrase in the 40-year-old version but obviously it had been going around the back as far as 92. Uh, so Jeffrey's the the thing he said in this show is he says, "I'll put a woman on a pedestal so I can look up her skirt," and that ah. of course, and then it's a room full. Of, I mean, it's just like of course, like every single woman starts booing him for saying that. So he's got this. He's the whole point of bringing up this guy is that he starts to introduce the controversy, and that is going to be the thing that is kind of going to what gets this whole ball rolling to this next level. Uh, because there's this sort of controversy, it's it's becoming edgy, and right. it's no. Well, he's and trying and to make it more than like an underground grand, thing. 
Right, exactly. He's, he's laying the groundwork by putting out all these published materials and tapes and making the television appearances. Now, instead of it, again, being like dating advice, as, as it has always been, or confidence building or self-help, it's now like, no, like, I don't need to build you up to fucking, you know, make make you feel good enough for a woman. I'm going to make you think that women aren't good enough for you. He starts and like, introducing, yeah, he started and, and he's making the, the culture of, te- of that. Yeah. Tear, tear the woman down. And then that's, you'll be better than her. And it starts, the language gets all crazy. Um, yeah. And he, and then he also is starting to bring this like ego where it's like, I am this dating God kind of thing. And his <laughs> ego is outrageous. I the guy has wh- sex with like five people. He starts thinking that Jesus, I just, I, yes, but I just watched way too many of this guy's videos. Um, he apparently he claims to have had a calendar and it said like by the 5th of May I'll be having my way by the 8th of June I'll have their poon. Jesus um, Christ. It's just like it's just like anyway, but it's like this stuff you got to hear like when he I mean, you don't have to hear it. You can listen to us talk about it and I had to I had to listen to all this shit this guy says. The thing is he's a fucking <laughs> egomaniac too. So, uh the thing about him is we're almost getting to the dumpy part. Um, he was apparently the inspiration for Tom Cruise's Oscar-nominated role, Frank T.J. Mackey, in the movie Magnolia. Now, what? have you seen Magnolia? No. Okay. Magnolia um, is arguably a mess of a movie. Uh, it's Paul Thomas Anderson, but the Tom Cruise story arc in Magnolia is fantastic. And I always say, I say that whenever Tom Cruise is kind of playing a version where you're like, maybe that's what Tom Cruise is really like. That's my favorite type of Tom Cruise role when you're like, I can't tell if he's acting or not. Right. And, even, <laughs> and, and the thing is, is that there's these scenes in the movie where he's doing these little seminar bits. And um, I would say that it's, yes, it is Hollywood movie, but between watching the like Tom Cruise pickup artist character right. and then watching a real one, it's like the Tom Cruise one is just with Tom Cruise and better lighting and like better right, production yeah. value. But the core of it, I really feel like they nail like what is supposed to be happening at these pickup artists. So if you haven't seen Magnolia, it's kind of like a very cinematic sort of way to kind of understand like what is happening at these freaky yeah. seminars. But I'll, I'll tell you, like, if you really want to see some weird, dark depth of society shit, check out some of like the real videos like. Jeffrey's like, there's so many of his on online. And I saw one from like literally like the mid nineties and he's in like a classroom. There's like a whiteboard and he's wearing jeans with his t-shirt tucked in. He's got his like fat, like this is probably like early two thousands actually. Cause he's he's much older and he's got like yes. a flip phone on his belt. And like, that's the guy that's going to teach like a room full of schlubs. Like yeah. how to fucking get laid. Like it's, it's out of fucking control, but it's really goofy cause they're taking it so fucking seriously. And now yeah. if, if you watch, some of like the modern day because again this shit's still totally happening as we mentioned at the top of the episode it kind of has spawned some very dark offshoots uh mm-hmm. by existing for so long but like there's still pickup artist seminars i just saw a video of one and like oh, it's, still it's going the guy's got a toothpick in his mouth he wears his sunglasses the whole time he's just like look we know why we're here you want to get laid right let's cut the shit and like he sits down and yeah. it's like if like a 16 year old in like a fucking John Hughes movie was going to like bring out the book of like, here's how you hook up and like pass it down yeah. to like the younger kids. It's like American right. Pie. And that's the thing is like, 
and I know that I think that this stuff started to pick up because it started to resonate, you know, with high schoolers. And again, you know, there's sort of this middle school, high school, or maybe even college where maybe you just, there's just certain things that, you, you know, life's coming at you tough. You hitting puberty and like, you're just kind of, I don't know what the fuck is going on. But yeah. like, the thing is, is that it's you like don't understand that, the gravity of an, right. a, an actual relationship and what having sex actually is I, I, before you do it. So like, fucking, it's could, really easy to want to just fuck everything and get into this mentality. I could see like kind of being like, oh, like I watched one of these videos in high school and then you're later like, wow, like that was like really dumb. But the thing about it is that it kind of it's not high schoolers at these. It's grown men at these things. And right. Yeah. But what, what the thing it takes away from engaging with another human being is the engaging with another human being part. Like, right. you know what I mean? There's no, there's no connection. If anything, lack of connection is what's encouraged. And that grew and grew and grew as, as the years went on, like after the, the Ross Jeffries era up until the era we're talking about, it like went into hyperspeed and yeah, right. like most of these guys, like, I, I mean, we're going to get into how dumb a lot of these guys looks, but yes, many of them, you know, work out every fucking day and, like are, are you know yeah. by the standards of the time we're good looking you know or one could see how, how they how people would see them as as attractive men and that spawns the kind of darkness of the pickup artist thing because a lot of guys out there think that if you're just like treat a girl like shit she'll have sex with you but if you're just super fucking gross and you treat a girl like shit you're literally a goblin and yeah. uh, and then yeah. you get this resentment that boils down and can turn very very dark it's true it's true um so so ba yeah, basically with Jeffries is, I mean, at this point, fuck dude, like Tom Cruise kind of like based a character off you in like 1999. So like that is yeah. like, we're approaching like a fairly mainstream thing, but the movie Magnolia is not about pickup artists per se. So it's like not quite, you know, there yet, but I watched an hour long Ross Jeffries video called get laid immediately. By the way, my YouTube algorithm is fucked. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen, but I know in like five <laughs> days, like, I don't know if it takes a second to like digest what the fuck happened, but I like, I swear in five days, I'm going to be getting the most horrendous shit on my feet. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> I watched this hour long video, get laid immediately. And I swear I did not feel like he said anything in an hour because that's part of it is I think that it was a film from one of his seminars. And so basically it just felt like this teaser where that's the free video and it's somehow supposed to entice you to pay to actually go to his seminar. So all these videos are just filled with these just talking about stuff that sort of it's like Scientology. It, it gives me the Scientology vibe. And here's part of it is Jeffries. He kind of was taking this so far. He started getting into hypnosis. And, oh my God, dude. And he, it's and, like uh, spiritual roofies. Yes. Yes, there's something about I'm like, yeah, what do we is if you hypnotize someone and having sex with you, is that still consent? I don't know. That's a very weird. Uh, I'm going to like, say no, but also I don't a, know if like hypnotizing someone like to that extent I, works. You I, know? Don't know I, I, I don't know if I believe in hypnosis, like but it just involves a lot of staring in the eyes and droning on and like that just sounds saying, like you're scaring someone into having sex with you. He, he has this video. That's this 18 long minute. And it's called tell her this dream and she will cream. And it's literally like, Oh my God. And I don't understand. It's this 18 minute long dream. And I'm like, who the fuck is going to listen to you? Tell 
oh, I just had this dream. People already telling someone, telling your best friend about a dream you had is already a sketchy proposition. That's pushing it, folks. Pushing yeah. it. So it's just, the, it gets this whole hypnosis thing. Um, anyway, there's a great, another video, Louis Thoreau, who is a Love great, him. fucking great. He had this show called Weird Weekends, and he does it's this one fucking about, amazing. about Vegas uh, hypnosis called Self-Fulfillment. And so uh, Jeffrey's coaches Thoreau on how to be a pickup artist. And so now he's starting to get into this whole thing of this street work, hidden camera genre of the thing where right. he, they have a hidden camera on Thoreau. They have a mic and he just gets Thoreau like Louis to like go use these lines on women. And it's funny because I fucking love Louis Thoreau. I think he's such an intelligent person. And so he basically, I think he gets some woman's number and he's like, Oh, like that made me feel good. You know, like that I did, you know, that did make me feel good that I got this woman's number. But then he immediately says, but there's something very unsettling about this whole thing. And he's like, and if used in the wrong situation, I think that this could be very dangerous. And I'm just like, boom, there you go. Like, yes, yeah. you might get someone's phone number from doing this, but there's something sort of inherently unsettling. So Louis Thoreau, fucking genius. So this kind of leads us to now we're in the 2000s, and this is the big dump pickup artist era with yeah. 2005's The Game, penetrating the secret society of pickup artists by Neil Strauss. So this book like went big. It was New York Times it was big. Huge. No, it was a. It's a absolutely a bestseller. I think it sold something like seven million copies. Uh, yeah. Like initially, mm -hmm. I mean, it, like, and change. You know, but yeah, I remember like. Because 2005, like, I, I started, you know, I was in high school, but I knew, like, people's older brothers and, like, people, like, th that were going to college that I knew, like, they would have this, like, the guys. Yes. And, and mm -hmm. like, they would, th like, it's kind of one of those things where it's like, bro, like, you're not going to read a book. Right. Okay, like first of all, like, I, I <laughs> almost guarantee, like, fucking 80% of the people that bought the game they kept it on their fucking toilet next to their fucking maxims that got way more crackage <laughs> than that fucking book did. Bro, right. I don't read, but like the game is like <laughs> legit. Like, like books a good are book. for you know what's, but like <laughs> I'll check out the game though, bro. But no, it's like, dude, like once you buy the game and you're one of these guys, like, you know, between the ages of like 16 to let's say 21, and like you're like, oh yeah, dude, like going away to college, like gonna fucking get so many chicks. I got the game. And then you open it and you're like, what? It's words? And then that's pretty much <laughs> as far as that went for, for a lot of dudes. No, but well, yeah. no, yes, as a bit, but I think that also, <laughs> I think that also, no, I think people read this shit and no, actually took it to heart yeah. because then that's how this whole fucking thing like started snowballing. It's um, like the uh, little train that could for douchebags. It's like everyone's first introduction to like a book. <laughs> right. I mean, the thing about it is that Neil Strauss himself, I mean, I didn't dive too deep into him, but it uh, it seems like he fell into the lifestyle. Like he was yeah. this like investigative reporter and, you know, he had done the Molly Crew and Jenna Jameson, like we had said, Marilyn Manson. And it seems like it. this kind of almost feels like it started this phase, this like decade long phase where then he started making appearances and it seemed like he basically became a pickup artist and it's hard to tell i mean it seems on one hand like a very elaborate publicity move to get people right. to buy the books but it kind of feels like he might have really taken I think it he got heart. swept up in, in because again i think that it has that cult mentality where you could get swept up because the promise is that you become irresistible to women so it's just this right. natural thing 
and there's this famous Jimmy Unless Kimmel. Unless you tell them you're a pickup artist, then uh, no right. one wants anything to do with you. Yes, exactly. But there's this, uh, you watched it, this Jimmy Kimmel interview. Right. Where it's him and Jessica Alba. And, and um, it's funny because it's really just a normal, it's a fairly normal interview. But whoever uploaded it titles it like Neil Strauss, like picks up Jessica Alba. And here's the thing. If you, if you watch the video, Jessica Alba is just like... Who the fuck like is into this shit? <laughs> yeah. And then at one point, yeah. What kind of girls does this work on? Is that really what you say? Yeah. Like, that would never work on me. Yeah. Like, and at one point, know. her and Kimmel are both kind of like slyly digging at this guy, but he's also is a New York Times bestseller, so they're not just like flat out ridiculing him. But there's like little digs. That's the way I read it. But then you read the comments, and it is just guys like dude, did you see the way he like blah, blah, blah. And like this and that. And like, she totally wants it. And like, so every, all these guys like yeah. actually think that like she is attracted Into to him. Well, that's the pickup artist thing. It's like, even if they say like, like, and this is where it gets dangerous and it's like murky waters of this whole fucking thing. And you know that we understand this is a dark dump folks. Like we, we were like, we kind of mentioned dark that this dump. might be like, as dark like it's on the same level as like our jared the subway guy episode like as as far as oh, like we're the, gonna get there. Uh, as far as the the griminess uh, you yeah. know and, and the and the, the take behavior. a shower afterwardsness but yeah. you know it's like the thing with being a pickup artist is of course those guys would look at that video of jessica alba clearly not into neil strauss and see it as like a victory because their whole thing is like no she's saying that stuff wouldn't work on her and she's just saying that stuff because like she doesn't want to admit it and that's the thing yeah. it's like they like they don't take no for an answer yeah in every way you can think the, of in some instances that's a you know? good point there's a very there's a very strong theme it's like we're that, so right that, that basically know? like women say one thing but they want another that is like prob that's a huge uh tenet yeah. of uh this yeah whole, that's a this whole danger thing. zone right there yeah and it's based it's just an interview it's he's being interviewed and promoting his book so i actually then went a little further down the Neil Strauss line and he like 10 years later, like completely renounced his pickup artist thing. But it also coincided with a book that he was writing about how to the be truth. a better person. And so this is also going to be a theme where these pickup artists get really deep into this thing, basically become like kind of huge scumbags. And then like later reemerge as these sort of like self-help spiritual guru types. It seems like Neil Strauss kind of did that. I don't know much about him I'm just a little distrustful. I feel like he is an investigative journalist who errs on the side of the salacious and well, might be willing to print something, whether or not yeah. it's true or not. I don't know. He, I mean, his well, work is interesting, but those pro, like very public pickup artists, like, you know, there's like a fucking, there's a ex expiration date on being that kind of a fucking person. You know, it's like yeah. your time is going to be up. And right. it's like, so by, by renouncing that shit and, and acknowledging before there's ever a, a scandal or an accusation yeah. of any kind, you know? Yeah. And, and not even that, like some of these like major guys, like we're not saying that like they all sexually assaulted some, we're just, it's like just very skeezy. It's very inappropriate. Yeah. And like, you know, and it leads others that are looking up to these guys to do things on the extreme. Cause as we know, it always multiplies as it goes down the line. Yeah. It, you know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. So, it, so yeah, yeah, it's hard to not, it's hard to not get like get into it in a weird way that you don't necessarily get into it with other dumps. Um but so basically, so this book The Game, it focuses on this young 
this hot new wave of the PUA. And there's actually mentions of Jeffries in the book. And Jeffries, Ross Jeffries is portrayed in a very negative light. He's kind of seen as the old man, the grumpy old man who like, he's the old guard. And now there's this new wave of pickup artists. And one of them was named Mystery. So Mystery, he's about to have his <laughs> damn moment, right? Because he, oh, yeah. he gets in, he's featured prominently in this book. And he's able to turn this into this VH1 reality show, The Pickup Artist. Yeah. Now, and that's, mystery... that show you you can watch that show still on, yeah. on VH1, but I think the I think Mystery was on season 1 and like there's tons of ep videos of there him was, with yeah, like on top. There was only two stuff. seasons. It was very yeah, short lived. The second season's up for sure. Yeah. Um now basically the show is about a group of like quote these loser guys who can't talk to women. And then Mystery and his team of like seduction gurus are gonna give them all the <laughs> the keys to the castle, and like they're gonna train them, and they're gonna teach them all their ridiculous fucking acronym bullshit. And then they're gonna, and then they film them in bars. They have hidden cameras in bars talking to women. In right. some cases, I feel like they have these little like microphone or like earpieces so that they can feed them lines. God, can you imagine um, being that fucking big of a goddamn loser where, like, you're going to listen to, like, four guys? Like, first of all, we, we, we kind of we, we, we didn't really talk about it. Mystery. All right. First of all, let's the guy's name mystery. is fucking mystery. Right. OK, that's that's he's for a type. starters. He's yeah, he's very dump esque in his aesthetic. I mean, it's kind of like he could have been the whole episode. We could have just done the pickup artist show. <laughs> right. Like, right. You know, but we decided because it's too big and like like there's too much context. But mystery is literally like the fucking the, like pinnacle of pickup artists. The the big you know? the bit you might remember it's the big fuzzy hat. It's in this like it's like the cyberpunk Chris Angel. You know? Yes. And so it's well, like I, I get Dave Navarro vibes. Um and at yeah. some point he wore these like yellow goggles and I All thought he, lo he looked like a minion. Yeah. <laughs> well, no. Okay. Guys, you got to look up fucking mystery. I'm telling you again. I, I, I was so obsessed when I started watching these videos with like just mystery and how he looks. Uh, I just have a couple thoughts. He looks like Ali G. He looks like the, uh, like the digging expert in a Disney animated adventure movie where he's like, I can dig a hole that big. Um, he, he looks like an evil DJ from Zoolander. He looks like one of the cyber goths that do the uh, organized dance in the fucking wash. Uh, he looks like an extra from hackers. He looks like he should be eaten during the blood rave scene in the beginning of Blade. Uh, yes. It looks like he uses a synthesizer that still accepts floppy disks. Uh, and he <laughs> looks like someone that would be in the tattoo shop scene in the film 13. <sighs> Boom. Exactly. Yeah. And you know what's funny is all those things are in this fairly specific time period. And he, <laughs> he just he's really in that time period. And again, his name is Mystery. And that's kind of the it's so ridiculous because it's like the whole idea is like he's like be mysterious to women. There's this other big thread of like, don't be Mr. Nice Guy. Mr. Nice Guy is like the thing you don't want to be. Don't just compliment the women. Don't, don't, you know, you know, trip over your laces to hold the door open for her. You have to be, you have to hold right. back. You have to be a bit of a mystery. And he's just, yeah. he's just like, that's his fucking name. And then he wears these crazy hats and stuff. But the thing about it is it, it, he has a whole thing about it because it's like, I'm going to wear this thing. And even if it looks ridiculous, this, this is going to be the thing that gets me noticed. So right. this is going to set a trend of horrible fucking fashion in the yeah, pickup artist totally. community because then, because it's not just like, Oh, he's weird. And he has this shitty hat. It's like, no, this is part of the game. 
Yeah, it's so, part of the game. This is part yeah, of the game. And, yeah, do you want to fucking play the game? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And, and that's like what it is. And you know what? What do they call it? They call it peacocking, which peacocking. is essentially like yes. you, you dress flashy and you wear. You might even wear something kind of silly, and you might even know it's silly. Like this guy wears like the goggles and the vest and even a big furry top hat. Like he knows that no one's gonna look like him. But it's not because he's like this super unique individual. It's so he could stand out. And then through using this like self or like this like false sense of self-confidence that he's going to exude it seems like wow this guy's really crazy like he doesn't really give a shit what anyone thinks like he's yes. really doing his own thing but he's, it's all fucking bullshit because it's not like he? it belongs he's a mystery he's a, yeah yeah he's yeah. a goddamn mystery he's an but enigma. yeah it, it, it's this whole thing so then it becomes like that's where you start seeing like fedoras start coming in and yeah, like fucking like lo lots of jewelry and like big chains and like the super mm -hmm. flashy fucking jeans that were really yes. popular. Like you yeah, know, true religion, Ed Hardy, affliction Ed Hardy Von Dutch, things mm -hmm. like things that like really make you stand out. Lots of colors, you know, but even though everyone else is starting to wear this stuff, right. but it has its roots in, in this peacocking thing where it's like, like, a big thing back then I remember would be like jocks and stuff wearing like a pink shirt and they yeah. were like, it's fucking crazy. Right? Like right. I'm wearing like pink and I'm a guy. Yeah. And like, that was mm -hmm. like such a thing that goes into this too. Cause it's like, yeah, I wore the pink shirt. Like what's up. You right. Know? Cause you're like, what, you know, what's his deal? I just can't, I can't quite figure him out. And so then that, you know, so I, I think that mystery definitely, he really embodied this middle two thousands era with that. Um, and yeah, it's just this, this to me is the peak dump because then it's, you have a TV cause I don't think a lot of people saw that fucking Robert Downey Jr. Movie. And I think that you just have a VH one show and this is a, and then now we're, and we're yeah. intersecting also with like the VH one reality show era, which, you know, probably could be a dump at some point. So right, like Daisy of Love, for instance, yeah. like so many pickup artist type dudes on, on that show. But right. yes, we don't worry, you folks at home, and don't even bother sending that as a suggestion because we have long planned on doing it, yeah. The Dump of Love, where we will the cover dump all of, of love. those. <laughs> yeah. um, so basically, that show, and the show only lasted uh, two seasons, but here's the deal is like, it's enough for him because it's raising his profile, right? So he's doing these seminars. This is the money. Like, he probably, I'm sure he got good money from that show. But I'm sure he has made so much money doing his seminars in that oh, show. Oh, yeah, dude. Like 20 so, guys at a time. Like what? Like fucking five grand a head? Or, yeah, like well, here's the thing. I, I went on his... Yeah, five grand. I went on his website. He had a seminar in Mexico City like a week ago. And it was Jesus. five grand for three-day, quote-unquote, boot camp. Again, with the military <laughs> terminology. And then 10 grand for a five-day residential so that's so the, what's that like you live with him i guess he's just you live with him for Do five you like days. follow him around because I, I mean how how can mystery go five days without having sex you know i don't know i it's just it, it seems like i he's guess there's only, all the time there's I mean, only one way right? to find out yeah you and gotta, that's to live shell out 10k <laughs> um God. so it's just like i mean that and that's the thing these seminars go and i watched a clip of mystery seminar and um first off the one thing I noticed is that he describes the situation about talking to a woman and he makes it sound terrifying. And he basically <laughs> describes everything that could go wrong in approaching a woman. I was like, interesting. It's like interesting that these guys that are completely talking about psychology 
are also maybe using the same psychological manipulation to get these other guys to pay them money because he's basically talking about how scary yeah. it is to talk to a woman. Well, and these guys then, are just manipulators. Because then he's going to provide the answers of how it won't be scary. You see what I'm saying? It's like right, he's yeah. going to, he's gonna like, he literally says that talking to a woman, you might get beat up by like a bunch of guys if you talk to the wrong woman. And yeah. I'm like, sure, I mean, yeah. We've all seen that. We've all seen fucking well, like Roadhouse or yeah, something. Yeah, no, he's wherever that happens. He is describing a Roadhouse esque scenario, and it's all just to get you to be like, okay, fuck, you're right. They, they call I should it, they not call it talk the to RHF. a woman. It's the Roadhouse factor. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's the thing. So he introduced, I think, the terms. Like the there is so many terms. I'm not even gonna explain them all. I'm just gonna read a few that I thought were were funny. Uh, three second rule, pre-selection, fear of approach, bait, bait hook, real release, auto response, set, replication value, surv survival value, DHV, Jesus. DLV, SNR, and peacocking, like we said. So, and this list goes on. So, a couple terms though, that probably made no sense to anybody. Doesn't yeah, make sense it to me. Yeah, sounds like I'm, computer coding. Yeah, DHLFSP. And that's nine. the thing is, you listen to mystery talk, and it. You're like, what the fuck is he talking about? Um, but certain you gotta pay to find out. Certain terms, uh, alpha male, beta male, and friend zone. These terms, uh, I mean, they didn't necessarily originate with mystery, but I think that I'm gonna say that he is kind of that this era of pickup artist kind of helped bring these terms into like internet culture. Now, alpha yeah. male is like, you know, the dominant male. And then the beta male is like the one who follows. And then friend right. zone is, you know, we all fucking know it. It's, it's like, oh, you know, you, you really like this woman. And then she says, let's just be friends. And then blah, blah, right. blah. There's a whole psychology and there's a ton of debates about that. So anyway, these phrases, I, I'm going to, my theory is that these certain phrases kind of got emphasis in the pickup artist community and then kind of we're able to sort of spring out of it. So even as this community goes down, well, the, right, you, yeah. we hear these phrases still today. And I think that in part because of, uh, right. Well, once, well, once the pickup artist had a fucking TV show and right. like a best selling book. And then, you know, right around that time is the dawn of YouTube really getting right. big and people having like their own channels. So these terms are now being, you know, adopted by other people that aren't a, aren't necessarily experienced or have like the, you know, like say writer's experience or storytelling experience or entertainment experience to like really make it like their own thing. So they just like pull at these words and then overuse them. So beta male, alpha male. Yeah. Like that, that stuff definitely. And then friend zone too, those just become part of the lexicon on a mainstream level. Exactly. Whereas before the, on the only people saying like alpha male, alpha male versus beta male are like fucking like wrestling announcers and pickup artists. <laughs> exactly. Like, that, that's exactly. like the only people right. using that shit. Um, but then, my my favorite, uh, just because yeah. like it was it was so prominent, is the negging, yes. aka negative commenting, negative feedback, negative commenting, basically delivering a backhand comment or like a little slight put down, so that you undermine someone's confidence, so that then they subconsciously need their manipulator's approval. So you're basically going to like devious. Let's shit. go into manipulation, and here's the thing: is it's just becomes so apparent that this is about this thing about let me try and get her number or get her to sleep with me there is almost zero thought into what this would 
what kind yeah. of long-term consequences that this would have or how yeah, this like, would be setting yourself up for a horrible relationship. It's like, no, it, exactly. Neg- like, yeah, you know, that, and, and that's the whole thing. And also it's like, if, if it doesn't work and you don't get the girl's number, you be, like, you just went up to some random girl and said like her shoes are ugly. Yeah. You just, and that's like, and that's like all that happened. Like you just right. went up to a stranger and insulted them and walked away. Yeah. Like if it doesn't work, you know? And like, also this, I feel like there's this like, you know, psychological thing with, with this whole concept that goes back to like, you know, elementary school kids where it's like, you know, like the Helga Pataki, Hey Arnold thing where it's like the yes. one, one kid's really mean to the other one because they have a crush on them. Yes. But this is different than that. That's like not knowing how you express, like how to express your feelings as like a little kid, you know? True. So like, you're kind of just pick on someone just to give them attention. Cause you're too afraid to approach them in a positive way. Yeah. This is like, wanting to approach someone in a positive way so you go about it by insulting them it's like right, it's super but, fucking backwards and right. very manipulative but then yeah. it, but then it gets into it's it gets into that thing where like basically it doesn't even matter if you are being good or not because really all that matters is if you have sex with her yeah that's what exactly. matters it doesn't really matter and then this is where we start getting into these like weird sketchy territories because it doesn't really matter if she likes you or yeah, it just you matters. don't care about that. Yeah. That's not important to the thing, um, which also goes to the the phrase, don't put a woman on the pedestal or, uh, you know, I mean, really, that's like a central theme of the 40 year old version. You don't put the pussy on the pedestal. The right. way they said. But, but then he learns. Right. He learns that women are special. Uh, Steve Carell, actually, I rewatched the movie. He does an amazing job of navigating a ton of horrible advice to kind of find a meaningful relationship at the, you know, every guy friend gives him it's shitty like all of his pickup artist-esque yeah. advice. They're just basically, exactly. right. And it's funny because that movie was like 2005. Um, well, it's like, I feel like all of his friends read the game. Yeah. And he's and then, the only one that did it. And he's like the one that like it works out for. Exactly. Um, but what's funny about this phrase in terms of pickup artists is that they're saying like, don't put a woman on the pedestal. And then they're spending all this time, like literally like it is feels like aliens, like trying to like understand a woman and spending (laughs) all this time and money and energy. So I'm like, you are a woman. And I'm like, is that not sort of putting a woman on a pedestal in some sort of weird way? Because it feels like you are spending so much effort into this thing. Yes. It, it, you know, no, it, it, that's the kind of backwards fucking parallel to this whole fucking thing. It's like, yeah, at one, on one hand, they're saying, you know, women aren't as great as you think they are. Actually, you're in control of the situation. And by thinking less of them, you will think more of yourself. But then also it's saying you can only feel good about yourself. If a woman will have sex with you, AKA if a woman gives you approval, you know? So it's like, you know, yeah, it's, it's totally backwards and very confusing. And that will lead many a young men that, you know, again, whether it be through lack of social skills or, or anything to become immensely frustrated when this stuff doesn't work or they feel like this stuff won't work for them. True. And, and that's when it gets, that's where it gets dark. So let's, before we get to the dark ages of this, basically we're kind of, I would say still in the popularity though. It's not on VH1, but so now, um, to get to the sort of darkness and sort of where we're talking about this negging and we're starting to introduce these psychologically manipulative tactics and don't even like respect is kind of leaving the equation. Uh, so there was this guy, Tucker Max, who I was aware of, um, who he had this book called I Hope They Serve Beer in Hell. That was a New York Times number one bestseller. Um, It made the list 
for a number of years from 2006 to 2012. So it was a huge book. And it was essentially just him chronicling his drinking, his frat boy drinking and like sexual encounters. Um, but it was notable because it, he was just telling these stories of being incredibly rude to the women that he was sleeping with. Right, um, right, right, right. He yeah. then he then came out with a book also, or I guess before, but he had a book called The Definitive Book of Pickup Lines. Um, and he toy he coined this term <laughs> called called fratire. And honestly, this is also around the time of entourage, um, which I think is also kind of it's kind of this like a, this yeah. bro culture. But basically at this point, Tucker Max is not just calling himself a pickup artist, but he's he's delving way into this language. He has a book about pickup lines, but then he's kind of doing this thing where he's like using he's being like really rude. And then he's like, that's the joke. So then that is where, because honestly, even though mystery, I think is very weird and he, you know, is like says all this stuff. I don't think he's not going into this, like this joke sort of thing. That's more like the Ross Jeffries thing. Mystery was kind of like this, like technician of seduction yeah. or some bullshit. <laughs> but now with this, like Tucker Max influence, it takes us into this era where they're going to start, I think coming back to the Ross Jeffries kind of, let me be a rude prick kind of thing right and then yeah. that gets into it gets negative it gets negative no, no more mr nice guy it, exactly it's literally what they said on the talk show with jeffries is they're like no more mr nice guy and he's like yeah fucking no more mr nice guy he's like mr Ni he's like nice guys finish last nice guys don't even get invited to the race exactly is, is literally what he said so yeah, yeah it goes back to let's just be more negative because this pickup artist scene that got really big turns out doesn't really work so right. now you now you go back to the first wave of the of this whole thing which is be fucking mean. Women aren't as good as you. True. Whereas, you know, and, yeah. it, and then another um, big kind of one of the founding mentalities is sort of the like, yeah, men like the assholes or I mean, uh, women like ass <laughs> men like <laughs> women like assholes and they don't respect the nice guys. So that's like a huge tenet of this. Um, so now with YouTube coming up, it's like now there's just sort of this explosion of all these guys starting their channels starting their own pickup artist thing, starting their own. Uh, it's just like there's a blow up. And then also I would say another kind of dumpy influence is sort of this jackass, like sort of the hidden camera thing, because yeah. now that the thing street that, work. Yeah, this thing we talked about before the street work with Louis Thoreau, that's becoming so common. You got a hidden camera guy and you got some guy and it's like he's doing his day game. He's doing his infield. He's like it's like this guy is going to pick up 30 women in a day kind of thing. And it's all about the numbers. And so you're seeing the video now. Also, I just want to say it's highly likely that they could have paid women to give them their number. You're seeing this like very totally. small slice of what's going on, but it's fake numbers being given fake to numbers them. giving up. But you're also seeing them employ some of these very weird tactics. You're seeing them use the same lines over and over again. You're seeing them say, off putting things. And I mean, I don't, if you've ever like been around someone like it's like, if you've ever been around someone who's like trying to sell you a TV, it's like, it's giving you that vibe. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> yeah. It's, Cause it's, it's a script. It's creepy salesman script vibe. So that's, that's what's happening. These videos are starting to get really popular. And now let's get into like when it just starts to like fold on itself. Okay. Around 2014. Right. So there's this guy, Julian Blanc, and he started this, a company called Real Social Dynamics, or else he was he was a part of this dream crew of PUAs. So there's all these these guys in oh, Real Social God. Dynamics, RSD, again with the goddamn acronyms. 
and they would go all around and sell. <laughs> Don't have time to say the words, man. We got to get laid. RSD. And I mean, maybe that's in part as a way to know that they know that they're sort of like, I don't know if we should be talking about this. So let's use coded language to kind of right. <laughs> hide it. Yeah. So it's that, well, that's maybe one of we're the talking about our game tech is You don't mention the game. Yeah. Which is funny because that's a sort of a tie, uh, fight club reference. And one of the real social dynamics teachers went by the name Tyler Durden. Um, oh my God. And again, I'm just going to say that like Fight Club's one of those movies that got so blown out of proportion, but like objectively is a pretty good movie, but it just, totally. but it just got taken to these places that it, yeah. it's like, you can't think about it. It's kind of like the way people just freaked out about Joker as a, and what it it's means exactly that. as and opposed it's, and to it's like, Heath is Ledger it a, as the Joker and V for Vendetta. It's right. like, there's these movies in this genre where it's like, okay, weirdos that have only seen the light of their computer screen are going to latch the fuck on to yes this. now but even though i like but fight club also, as a movie like going around calling yourself and all that yeah yeah going around calling yourself tyler durden is is ridiculous um and thinking that you are that person <laughs> so anyway so they're, they're doing all these seminars but basically blanc he's like using mystery science mysteries science based quote unquote science based approach but he's using the Tucker Max kind of like he's starting to get into this like misogynistic humor. And some of his jokes started going viral because now you got like Twitter in the mix. And some of his humor, uh, he started making these jokes and hashtags about choking women. So he's kind of like ah. almost removing the pickup element. And he's just going for the edge joke factor. So he talks about joking women or choking Edge women. Lord. And he... Basically, had this series of pretty bad, really bad jokes uh, that are just like the the joke is physical violence. That's the punchline, and they went viral, and people were just like, "Fuck this guy!" And at one point, Time Magazine in 2014 called him the most hated man in the world. Um, he he. <laughs> Interesting. They like. They like there's a lot of fucking men well, to fucking because, hate in the goddamn world. But here's world. The, I mean at the time but, at the in no, 2014. No, yeah, 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 for but, sure. Because no, but yeah. part of it the world is because he was going all over the I mean he was successful. He was selling these seminars and traveling all over the world. So when he does this um the really bad one was the power and control wheel, which is this wheel that is like basically for women to help them describe the kind of abuse they might be experiencing. And he posted a picture of that and it said, hashtag how to make her stay. So he's essentially the joke Jesus. is like completely, it's, it's like crazy fucked up joke. So anyway, uh, he, he gets on it. Like, and the UK, Australia, Singapore, uh, these countries petitions are started in these countries and they actually revoked his visa. So he was, and so he is like not allowed in these countries. I mean, maybe he is now. Um, and these these venues start shutting down his shit. He went on to CNN in 2014 and had to make. He yeah. basically made like a public apology for it because it just and like it's like at that point, why even bother? Like you know, well, I guess if I guess if you're not allowed to like fucking travel and that's what you were like doing a lot, then you would do that. But I figure like if you're that fucking like hateful and like skeevy, like why even bother apologizing at that point? You know what I mean? Like, well, I like, think okay, like we forgive you. Like you well, know, be, it's, it's bizarre. I think because basically because he realized that this was the way he was making money, and since then 
he has again there's this new trend i've noticed since this little 2014 thing where now he does these like self-help kind of spiritual things so it's kind of like he's still able to he still does seminars but now it's about how to like just sort of like be more confident and there's now you're starting to notice where it's like I feel like then the newer trend was like, okay, now, and even Ross Jeffries kind of does it and even mystery kind of do it where like on the surface, yeah. it's way more just about this kind of like self-help thing because they basically realize here's a line. We can't cross this line or we're going to start getting all this negative attention again. And it's going to yeah, affect yeah, our exactly. bottom line. It's going to affect our ability to make money. So then they have yeah. to start and maybe even to pick up chicks. Right. So they have to say it and they can't really say it in the same way. They can't use these like offensive jokes. Another thing I've noticed that they'll do is they'll actually bring women into the thing. Yeah. And so, so now there are some women pickup artists right. that do these seminars for guys. And it's interesting, though, because they use the same kind of terminology and yeah. shit as the pickup artist, which shows you that it's all kind of a scam. Like right. these, these seminars, because it's like that's like it's that's insane because you think you know about I mean? it and, and there's a script yeah because you're like why who's doing this and why are these people making these videos and then you realize oh well if you are getting five thousand dollars a head and there's 20 people in the room that's more money yeah. than i'm gonna make all fucking year so that's where it comes down to and that's why it kind of still continues and it's able to navigate and like kind of right. let's let's sidestep this controversy um, but see, that's where it gets even worse, though, because now that there's people like that guy that, you know, had to publicly apologize and like who was taking it to like an extreme and then kind of retracted. Well, you have other pickup artists that were going down that same aggressive, negative path that see that as like a fucking retreat and like a defeat for people that have their mindset. So they go the other direction and get even more. Extreme. Yes. Yes. So Julian Blanc might have sort of taken the quote unquote nice guy route, but that's not everyone. And like you said, Ryan, so this guy, Roosh V, he this is the worst. He guy. pushed well, back. Yeah, he's well, he's the worst guy that didn't kill anybody. Let's say that. Yeah. Um, so Roosh, <laughs> that we know of. So Roosh V started as a pickup artist, but then he very quickly was attaching him to this movement called Neo Masculinity. He started a website called again, anything with the word Neo in it. Be ne very wary. Of. Yeah. That's why new metal is new metal and not Neo metal, not Neo metal. <laughs> and that's why we love new metal. Um, but he started a website called Return of Kings, okay? And so it's funny because I also feel like you hear a lot of like, yo, king kind of phrase. And it, it didn't necessarily come from this, but it's sort of, it, it, it's it's like sharing psychology, but it's Return of Kings. It's like bringing men need to, like make men manly again, you know, yeah. like that kind yeah. of idea. And Return he, of Kings sounds like a blunt rap company. <laughs> or like, like something. It's like, oh uh, yeah, I'll take the fucking, you know, uh, great Return of Kings. You know, or it's yeah. like a like a like a athletics wear store or something. Right. Like. Well, that's the thing is like because King can like I think King kind of got put onto like rap culture, like sort of like a guy who loves Drake might call his friends King, and that uh, is way more harmless and just like whatever. Like you're just in, you just love Drake. Yeah, but this is saying like I'm the King over a woman because a woman <laughs> is only the queen. Right. And um, so he just he basically took this way more extreme approach, and I feel like he kind of went. And just kind of was like less about like, it's a joke. It was just more like, nah, this is like actually just what I think about. Um, and he uh, basically wrote this article called How to Stop Rape. And it basically advocated to legalize rape because then... On private property. On yeah. private property yeah. because then less women would actually accuse men of rape. 
anyway, it's just backwards and it's frightening. And like, again, and it, the word fucking Neo, like this Neo masculine thing, we're not taking any shit. It takes the, the kind of like, you know, cause the whole thing with pickup artists, yes, it's super fucking skeezy and stuff. But again, there was a television show and stuff. There was kind of like a, uh, not taking it so seriously aspect of it. This like truly militarizes it and makes it like, uh, like instead of having sex with chicks, like, because like you want to like, you know, just like expand your conquest. This is like, you exerting your your force and your will on the world like this is like taking what you deserve kind of mentality and it takes it from being like hey what's up can i buy you a drink to like i can rape you in my house yeah like, like it's I, fucked up yeah. yeah it's so this guy just really took it and then it and then i think that it does really kind of i mean uh it kind of transitions very very well into you know a lot of this sort of stuff that we saw with the Trump presidency in terms of media and the terms of the prominence of conspiracy theories and things just kind of crazy ideas were sort of just starting to happen. I think that Roosh V is kind of this perfect example of this stuff that was really bubbling under the surface before Trump was elected and how these people were sort of people were sort of finding themselves into these more extreme pockets. And then so that right. that's why it wasn't a fucking surprise that Trump got elected because all this stuff was like ready to go, you know, um, and he is considered an extremist by the Southern Poverty Law Center, in part because right. of this. Yeah, he's, this article he's considered he, to he be wrote. a very, very, you know, I mean, I mean, not even considered like he fucking is like we know. I mean, right. he's, he's very much open about it because we've but stopped yeah, talking I mean, about pickup artists. But he st that's yeah. where he started. But he just quickly. But it still kind of relates. That's the whole thing is it kind of all right. Relate. Exactly. He. Yeah. So last I checked, Return of Kings is a website. It, as of 2018, it's been on hiatus, but you can still go to the website and click on articles. And like one of the first articles is like he kind of went on this whole like Jewish media conspiracy vibe. Yeah. All okay. Here's the thing about fucking like going extreme and whatever it might be, whether it's pickup art, whether it's fucking you know, and like this like neo masculinity thing, or it's like flat earthers or QAnon. Eventually. It'll all lead to you just being like anti-Semitic and like kind of racist and probably like converting to like a very strict religion. You know Which, what I mean? Like it, it exactly. And in two, yeah, it all boils down to you just ending up becoming like all of the things. Yeah, exactly. You know? <laughs> like all of the bad things. Well, that's because the Illuminati, man, it's all connected. So, <laughs> so in 2019, he completely renounced his whole pickup artist phase of his life. He said it was backsliding, which I had to look up what backsliding is essentially when you just are falling <laughs> away from Jesus. And he oh, converted to this like orthodox oriental Christianity, which is sort of this like even smaller branch of like Greek orthodox or something. I, I, I couldn't really understand, but he is like now this like very small group of this very orthodox Christian thing. And um, it's so bizarre. Guess, but again, it's it starts with this fucking toxic idea of like pickup art and then you know it, it was a slippery slope because once you know time was up you know for these guys and you know now there's you know a lot more conversation about harassment and you know the things that women go through on a daily basis so you start seeing these guys that were like thriving in the early 2000s doing this sketchy pickup artist thing just go darker and deeper and deeper and deeper yes. and you have guys like this guy and then you have the incel movement the involuntary celibates yes. you know which which comes from the fact that they are the 
the nice guys. And you know what? It's true. Chicks don't like nice guys. It's like, no, you have to go out there and you have to be a likable person. And you have to be nice. You also, and you have to have respect. You it's have, not about... Yeah. yeah. You have to acknowledge that the person you're talking to is a human and not a opportunity to use this bizarre series of acronym statistic science things to try right, and exactly get your dick wet you know exactly and, and here's the thing with the pickup artist thing and like like the numbers and all that stuff and again this begets the incel movement you know quite clearly in my opinion but it's like just because something fails like a hundred times, it doesn't statistically mean that it's going to succeed once. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. So it's like if, if you use this pickup artist shit and you're like, and you're thinking that that's going to be your key and it doesn't work, it's because it doesn't work. Don't keep trying it. Try right. something different, you know? Right. It, but, just because it fails 30 times doesn't mean it has to work once. Of course. But again, that's why there's this whole culty thing because they really get you drawn into it. I think that some of the, the better ones are able to not only cycle... Like, that's the thing is I almost wonder how much some of the these dating coaches are even actually involved in interacting with women or like even need, it's like they almost don't need much of that to be proof of concept because the real people they need to manipulate is these guys who who obviously if you are drawn, I, I mean, I, I really do want to say this as unjudgmentally as possible, but I do think that if you are a guy that pays $5,000 to go to one of these things, I do think that maybe there's been something in your life where it's like, you feel like you need to do that. You know what I mean? And right. so I don't want to necessarily well, or, like shit on that person themselves, because I think that there's right. probably something where you are like, a you have this vulnerability and you're sad and it, it yeah. starts with loneliness. Yes. You know? And these guys are like, I think that they're manipulating the the other guys that pay them right. just as much because they have this whole intricate system. Um, right. That, that's that's what I think. Yeah. And then these guys, you know, they, they get this. So now because, I, you know, it's like buying a car and then assuming you're going to get a parking space. It's like, well, because I read this book and because I fucking, you know, went to the seminar. Now I should be able to get laid True. or to meet a girl. Or, you know? Then there's the there's the flip side of it where it's like I've learned how skeezy all these men are and what women really think about guys. So I'm going to be the nicest guy possible. And then you don't you know, you don't get laid or whatever or you're not, you know. Uh, socially apt enough to just approach a stranger. So then you feel that it's society's fault and that it's women's fault for not liking you. And that gets you even True. into the darkest place, the incel movement. Yes. And brilliant fucking segue because also buying a car and thinking that that's going to get you laid. And that is, that's <laughs> going to bring us to our last guy, which is literally something that this guy thought Elliot Rogers so this guy, right? Yeah. So this was, and this is dark, folks. This, this this is bad. Yeah. So this is a 22-year-old California student who, in 2014, again, this is where I'm going to mark the. This is the important year for this shit really blowing up. 2014. This is like three months before this whole Julian Blanc thing on CNN. This guy, 24, 22-year-old California student, he went on a killing spree. He killed six people, injured 14. Now he killed men and women. Just you know for the statistics sake. It was at random from his car. There was, he drove around. There was random yeah. people, but he went to a sorority house and killed women. And I think that it was his intention to kill more women. Uh, and because it, it definitely was. Yeah, yeah. It's just, and he killed his roommates too. It was just the chaos of taking yourself to the point of being a fucking mass murderer. Right. 
So and, and this happened at uh, well, this happened at, at uh, UC Santa Barbara yeah. in the in a place called Isla Vista, and I've been there a bunch of times. You know, I, I had a lot of friends that went there. Are you know Andy, uh, who's on the show every once in a while, he he attended school there, so we would party in Isla Vista all the time. And you know, for someone that's been like brainwashed into this mindset, that would be like hell because it's seriously like nothing but miles of student housing with everyone crowding into the streets every weekend, living their best college life doing all the crazy college things and if you're someone that's like a so shy and introverted that you don't really have any friends so you never go out and then also someone who feels that they're so great and that women are just idiots for not liking him that would be it's like the perfect mixture of like why this guy was driven to this and, point and this would be and this would be kind of the target for him because you know it's it's sort of exactly it's like representing all the things he can't have and and i will say and again you know i feel like it's not it, that in itself is very sad. I'm not sympathizing at all with what this guy did, but the idea that just like, you know, it's like people having fun, living college lives, maybe. How dare they? Maybe, it, yeah. you know, getting in relationships, maybe in, engaging in hookups from time to time. All these things are just things that him as a person, he just could not understand or get to. And he acted out, he, he ended up killing himself at the end of this um Right. He made a spree, very famous, you know, YouTube video where he calls himself the the what that was the supreme gentleman. He, yeah, he made Reserve. a he made a lot of YouTube videos, and that's the thing is it was also a classic case of like now Disturbing that it happened, shit. you could see all this was leading up to happening because he just started increasingly making these anti woman videos. He was and there's one video I remember watching it when it came out where he just he had a really expensive watch. He had a BMW. He's like, I got the watch. I got the car. Like, how come I don't got the woman? And it's, but you're like, you're saying it in a way where he's really thought, it just seems like he thought this was a math equation. Like, I do this. Exactly. And, and that's the problem with pickup because artists. Then, they tried to make human relationships because they're saying, into a formula. They're saying, do this and do that. And, the, and while they're not advocating, you know, to buy the car necessarily, they're still kind of, it's it, exactly, it's kind of got this mentality thing. So he, he at one point uh, spilled hot coffee on a couple because he just hated that they were together. Um, God, now he, psychopath, now man. again, we're getting, it's like a sort of grasp because he wasn't necessarily associated with it. He was allegedly a member of PUAHate.com. So the thing is, is now we can't quite exactly definitively trace him to the pickup artist movement, but there are claims that he was a member of this group that basically was saying that they had been felt that they had been tricked and deceived by pickup artists because it wasn't working for them. Again, going back to our culty right. manipulation thing of the men, but he's using in his videos, he uses this alpha male, beta male. He's using a ton of the language. So if he wasn't a part of, if he wasn't, he was aware of it. Yeah. If, if he, it, say if he didn't, maybe he wasn't a pickup artist or maybe he didn't necessarily pay for the thing, but it's, it, there just seems to be evidence that he was very aware of it. And if not, it was that the culture was really ballooning, blossoming right. in YouTube. So it feels, it just, it's the same idea is going on with yeah. this individual. And the, the antithesis of pickup artists would be incels, you know, whereas pickup artists, it's like, you're a fucking badass, like you're fucking cool. Get out there fucking, you know, get what you need. Like fucking, you know, nice guys finish last kind of a thing. Then you have the incels where it's like, well, we're the fucking nice guys yes. that all the girls complain about pickup artists about saying that like they wish that they could get a nice guy. Why the fuck aren't they with us? And then it, it, it's like this back and forth thing right. where they're seeing these douchebags that are so openly douchey 
get chicks or say that they get chicks. So then they feel even more betrayed by society. And then this, you know, this kid does this shooting and he became like a fucking like 4chan, 8chan fucking icon of, of the incel movement because it's like, finally someone fucking stood up and did something. Right. And it's like just so sick and twisted. And even though we can't, directly like for sure link him to the pickup artist movement i would say it's pretty safe to say that the entire thing it all falls under the same umbrella and it was just a ticking time bomb of all of the shit that we just yeah just because the fact that this happened in 2014 and then the fact that this julian blanc guy was amping up his rhetoric and the way he was talking to become so much more extreme and the fact that he ended up having a public apology in cnn three months later i mean the timing is just kind of you know, the timing is ridiculous. Also, uh, in the aftermath of this murder, Roosh V made a comment and said that game saves lives. So he's basically Jesus saying Christ. that if this guy had taken this uh, pickup artist advice, he wouldn't have gone down this road. So See, and like <laughs> anyone that sees this video and just sees like how fucking dark and twisted this kid was like, there's no way. I mean, there was nothing. Also, uh, interesting side note: I believe that the shooter's father, um, like, co-directed the Hunger Games, or you know, he was—he's was big in Hollywood. Weird. But just I mean, a little side note. There. I mean, the, <laughs> he definitely had a ton of money, and so he thought that that was like all he needed or something, and you know, and that just gets into this right. like whole entitlement thing. So yeah, he he had a ton of money, and I don't think he worked for it. But yeah, exactly what you're saying about the incel thing. So like, while I don't. I didn't encounter a lot of incel language in my research of this particular era. It again, it just kind of now the timing just feels like boom, here we are. And now this yeah, pickup artist is a natural is, progression. Right. And so then and then that's kind of where we are with it now, where again, like I said, there still is a lot of pickup artist content, but it's it's definitely kind of it has I think it's always gonna have this certain level of popularity because it's relating yeah, to this but thing. It's like a certain kind of dude. Like right. it's definitely high school boys, fucking geeks that would be into that. And then people that really like cringe videos True. because I'm telling you right now, if you type in pickup artists, the first thing you get are like dozens of videos of like this shit, just not working. Exactly. And those are all right. Fucking hilarious. But you know, again, it's like we, we've seen like, you know, uh, another, you know, as of you know several a few years ago another huge wave of, of feminism and you know the me too movement happened and times up and all that stuff and so it's kind of fascinating to think that this kind of misogyny and this level you know during that that era was so prominent and like we saw how it started like with its humble little roots you know as being like a fucking dating advice book and literally led to murder right it's, it's really crazy and it is something that's kind of inlaid in our pop culture, but I really feel like, yeah, came into its own in in the dump sense in the, in the early two thousands and then kind of got washed away and left a real bad taste in everyone's mouth after, you know, all of the the negative shit. Yeah. And then, and then the only other thing I did want to like kind of uh, relay is we talk about the fedoras or the alpha beta is just the fedora. Um, yeah, the fedora. Because yeah, I, it, it's very prevalent throughout this. I, I want both incels and pickup artists. Yes, I think that the fedora. I think I want. Okay, so you know we kind of talked about third or the ska, uh, the or swing, and we kind of mentioned fedoras right. there, and obviously it kind of had this roots where it was like truly kind of seen as this like cool guy hat back hundreds of years ago. Yeah, milady. And I think that there's this thing where, because I think most people know about the milady, the neckbeard, the fedora kind of guy. 
I also think that the pickup artist is sort of that link between it, like kind of jumping into the internet era because you had the fedora was traditionally seen as this like stylish, suave gentleman, man kind of vibe, (laughs) gentleman, man vibe. I am so full of all these fucking words, whatever. And then (laughs) you have the pickup artist and you have mystery. Who's like, wear something weird. So you get attention. So then I, you can, there's plenty of these pickup artist videos of these guys wearing fedoras. And I think that I honestly think that's part of where it, then it kind of entered into this like internet thing. And then you just had these, guys wearing it and then i feel like that's kind of the missing link between that and then right. the neck beard like fedora kind of milady yeah because it's like because if like you're like a internet keyboard shut in you know like what like the milady kind of guys and like this like incel kind of thing you see these dudes getting laid wearing these hats so you wear it but you're gonna be you're gonna go the other approach you're not gonna be an asshole you're gonna be a gentleman uh, or a supreme gentleman, as the incels would say, and you're gonna wear your fedora and you're gonna say, "My lady," because you're a gentleman, not a pickup artist. Yeah. That's for scumbags, and you want you're the nice guy. And like, it, but it, it just, just doesn't look like. Just stop with, with it. And why do we we always bring up fucking fedoras? Yeah. But I guess you know w- w- what does it all mean? It means. Guys, just be yourselves. There's a million fucking uh, fish in the sea, and no, that's not from the pickup artist. <laughs> you know, uh, the, the MFIS, million fish in sea. Um, but you know what I mean? And, right. And if you, have to, if you have to read a book that's telling you to be aggressive when you're approaching someone you're trying to have an intimate relationship with, you've already lost the game. Right. And you know, and that's great. And no, what's funny about this is that I think because, Ryan, I mean, you and I are men, and we are... You know, we, we like women. We are interested in women. That's like our preference. So like, sure. so I think that there's this thing where it's like, I realized that there is something personal about it where I'm feeling like I'm trying to do a culture dump and, but then I'm like <laughs> getting fucking worked up reading all this stuff because it does, it's, it does relate to something that like, there's this weird, bizarre part of it where it's like, yeah, everyone wants to f- there's just it's so human to want to be desired and when someone you right, yes. are attracted to is attracted to you that feels good it feels good and when you are attracted to someone and you get rejected by them it feels bad so that's what's so funny about this whole dump is i'm like ah like this shit is just really weird yeah. it's fucking with my brain in a way that like i'm really glad to be well, we'll, done we'll, with we'll, we'll have to we'll wash you out but we'll, we'll uh we'll cleanse Cleanse your brain of all this uh, PUA fucking yeah. uh, SS fucking bullshit. All, all that, uh, that's uh, so that's speed seduction, folks. Uh, yeah. But anyways, but, well, that was woo. pickup artist. I mean, goddamn. Yeah. What a hefty dump. A lot of heavy stuff there. Uh, we wanted to do that because we feel like there's so many times where it's going to come up uh, again, you know, again. I mean, fuck. It came up last episode in the soaps thing so we're just like fuck it exactly. like let, let, let's just dump it out because you know so you know we figured we could uh, get a couple birds stoned at once by talking about the game which we could have just done the whole episode on or the show but so we, so we covered it all went to some dark places glad to be out of them so for exclusive culture dumps content make sure you sign up to patreon.com slash culture dumps follow us on instagram at culture dumps if you have a suggestion for an episode topic send it on over to culture dumps at gmail.com I'm Ryan Lichten. And I'm Parks Miller. If you ate it up, we dump it out.